The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk all about how to opt out of self-improvement traps. I'll admit this is something that I've struggled with. I'm somebody who really is focused on being the best version of myself and constantly striving to be better. But there can be a danger to that. So if you're somebody who's always on a self-improvement journey, I want to talk about two potential self-improvement traps that are anything but self-improvement, but actually are sneaky ways that we can keep ourselves locked in the struggle and not able to opt out of it. Like I said, for myself, uh, if you know me, I'm always trying something different or having a routine, adjusting one. I know that my morning routine, and I've said this many times on this podcast, is essential. Literally, my therapist, if I come in 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 any kind of a way or I'm more anxious or stressed, the first thing my therapist will ask me is, are you doing your morning routine? And usually the answer is no. So I have learned that having routines, working toward improving myself and having some kind of stabilizing improvement goals are essential for my mental health. However, as I've also said, I struggle with perfectionism and it can be really easy for me as a former workaholic who's like partially in recovery. It can be really easy for me also to overload myself with self-improvement. So the first self-improvement trap we're going to talk about is all about how our obsession with self-improvement can be a mask for our own insecurity and dissatisfaction with our lives. That a lot of times we're telling ourselves to improve our lives, to get on this new routine or to start a new workout or any name a different thing, to take on a new hobby, to learn something different, to push ourselves in our career or our personal life. And it really is just masking the fact that we're deeply unhappy with who we are. And I will give you an example of this. I I saw years ago, someone had talked about or posted that they were taking a break from reading self-improvement books, listening to self-improvement podcasts, because they had lost the ability to just be, and that they were constantly pushing themselves to make changes. And it struck me. At first, I felt a way when I saw that. I was like, well, uh, that don't apply to me because I'm still on my journey to being the best version of myself. But the more I thought about it and the more time passed, and even today now, 
I see the value of what that person was saying, which was that oftentimes I substituted self-improvement and growth, and I'm using quotes around that word, to stop me from appreciating and celebrating who I was in the moment. That I struggle still to this day to celebrate all the things that I have done up until a certain point and to just pause and take a time to enjoy the fact that I've accomplished goals or that I am living in the now and at this moment and all the decisions that I made that were positive that brought me here. Sometimes your own dissatisfaction, your own inability to sit still and celebrate yourself can keep you in a self-improvement trap. And it can be really hard to detect that that's happening because to everybody else around you, it just seems like you're a go-getter. It seems like you've always got great goals. You're always journeying to find yourself or you're taking on a new hobby or doing something different. And on the surface, that seems like something to celebrate. And when it is rooted in true balance and joy, it is something to celebrate. But be careful that you are not pursuing self-improvement and growth as a way to avoid dealing with yourself and as a way to continuously beat yourself up, to see all the ways that you are lacking. I'm the type of person that I would see, oh, I've mastered something. I've done a really good job over here but this part of my life is still lacking. So now I have to go shift my attention and immediately start a new routine that tackles that issue. And the truth is, there's always gonna be something to improve about yourself. We're not perfect. There's always gonna be some nagging goal, whether it's one around getting in your regular exercise or budgeting or career progression or meditating, or prayer, or taking time for yourself, whatever that is for you, there's always going to be some area of your life that's not perfectly in balance. It's not possible to have a life of perfect balance and alignment. But if you are unable to celebrate the things that brought you to this moment, the choices that you made, the actions that you've done, you are just substituting one kind of struggle that you may have opted out of for another. This can be really difficult, like I said, if you struggle with perfectionism or if you're really critical of yourself. If you're like me, that is a struggle that I work with. I'm a person that when I take time to list my accomplishments, there's so many of them. And I don't say this as a humble brag. I just have forgotten. It's been so long since I've celebrated an accomplishment and I'm always working on something new that they tend to pile up. And I'm unable to acknowledge what I've accomplished. And I'm also unable to rest because while I'm busy doing, I am not busy being. And I want you to think about that. How often are you doing versus being? There will always be one more task or one more thing that you can accomplish, but those moments of being are fleeting. Once they come, they go. The good news is though, at any moment you can opt into just being in the moment, but make sure you do. Don't let this pursuit of self-improvement, which can be very positive and life-affirming, don't let it become a burden and don't let it become one more thing that keeps you dissatisfied with who you are, always criticizing yourself or not able to celebrate your incredible accomplishments. 
And I use the word incredible, not because maybe your accomplishments are big, but because they're small and consistent. Incredible accomplishments can just be like, I got up on time when I said I would, or I made sure I had breakfast. Again, we want to be able to get out of the trap of constantly doing and opt into being, being present, celebrating who we are and celebrating the moments that we have experienced in our lives. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal, it's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Our lives are filled with compromise, but one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance, so literally there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-G-B. ZocDoc.com slash B-G-B. What if 2024 you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash BGB. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash BGB, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BGB. 
Rules and restrictions may apply. The second way that self-improvement traps can show up is when it comes to self-improvement as a tool that covers up comparison. A lot of times, social media, as you know, I have a love-hate relationship with social media, which I feel like 80% of the population has too. I love to consume content. I don't like to produce it, (laughs) as you can tell if you follow me across my social media platforms. But I also love looking at other people's lives. I love seeing how people design. I don't know, maybe it's my age showing, but I've become the person that's like, I love a good home design account. (laughs) I love watching people transform their apartments. I love watching people go on vacation. Travel is really important to me. And I love people who who travel and take pictures and inspire me. And I take notes of like where I want to go next. But if you're not careful, there's a side of social media that's all about self-improvement and beautifully so. It is great. I mean, in so many ways, what I do is helping people improve their lives. And I consider this podcast a mental health self-improvement podcast. So this isn't to knock people who do this for a living or for you curating or consuming their content. But what can happen is you see people and they're like, this is a day in my life. And you watch their day in the life and it looks perfect. Like it is the perfect morning routine. It is the perfect food choices. It is the perfect downtime with their children or with their partner. It's the perfect balance of the profession with the fun. And you start trying to imitate that because you're comparing your life to theirs. And as we know and have been told a million times, social media is not always the most accurate reflection of someone's life. And even if it is, comparing yourselves to other people is the quickest way to lose your joy, right? That famous phrase, comparison is the thief of joy. It truly is. And so we can start trying to replicate people's self-improvement routines, their growth routines. And we're doing it from a space of struggle because we are trying to fit their lifestyle and their choices into our own. And so we're on a self-improvement journey because somebody else is on it. And that can be problematic and that can also lead to more struggle and more strain and more burnout. Self-improvement and changing your life and growth and healing and all of those things are beautiful, but they're very individual. Somebody's healing, growth, improvement journey cannot be yours. And that doesn't mean that there's not things that you can take from people. I'm learning all the time from people, different ways to improve my life. This summer I've taken to getting back into cooking. I'm not, that's not something I've ever really always enjoyed doing. And I'm finding recipes and I'm like, oh, this looks great. And I love how this person is doing a thing. So by no means am I saying that you can't find aspects of people's lives and and mimic them in your own and try to improve your life and learn a new skill or take the information from someone who seems to have their life together and put it into your own. But if we get stuck and trapped in constantly having to do quote unquote self-improvement, and it is based off of what we see other people doing or what we perceive other folks' lives to be, we are going to end up constantly feeling behind 
and constantly being disappointed in ourselves. We cannot assume that what we see on social media is in any way a reality. And we also have to acknowledge that there is a consumer piece to self-improvement, growth, and healing. It has become commercialized. It is now profitable to be in this space. And so it makes people come out with more ideas, more ways to improve your life, more ways to start your morning because it's profitable and it brings income for folks. And that's not me shaming people who make their money off of self-improvement. Again, I do podcasting, but it is a call for you to be thoughtful about how much you invest in folks' self-improvement routines and healing routines. The goal is to opt into joy. And so part of that means that you have to find the things that resonate with you and bring them into your life. And if you are engaging in growth and healing and self-improvement from a space of this resonates with me, I'm going to try it. That is very different from I want to be like this person. So I'm going to follow their routine. Again, self-improvement routines need to be about growth and being versus doing an ability to appreciate every step of the journey as well as making sure that journey is tailored specifically to you. So when you're thinking about anything related to healing and growth and self-improvement, make sure it has those two criteria. And by all means, make sure you find time to pause and be and celebrate who you are. that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribed and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly Give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 